How's it going, everybody, and welcome to Brain Gamers episode 31. I am Adam, and as always, I'm here with Matt, and we are going to ramble on about the latest video game news. If you guys are liking the show and want to stay up to date, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rambling Gamers. Um, before we get into anything, Matt, how have you been playing anything? Um, I've been playing some Mass Effect still. I'm still on the first game. Um, yeah. I'm in, I'm really enjoying it. Like I said last week, I'm just trying to get the first game done before Ratchet and Clank and before E3 comes out. Or I guess before Ratchet and Clank comes out and then before E3 starts. Um, and Mass Effect is just like a great series as well because there are like there are like a lot of different ways you can play. So like if you really want to pay attention to like your skill tree and like what you're upgrading, you can. But there's also just like the automatic thing where like the game just gives you like does what they would recommend for you to for you to upgrade. And that's what I do because I'm more interested in reading like the codex about each planet and different like alien species and things like that. I don't want to like waste my time like reading little you know, blurbs of what this, this, like, upgrade gives me, like, 2% more damage when I'm, like, with my left foot forward or some dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, like, really enjoying it. I'm super into the story, and, you know, I, I'm not gonna spoil it or anything, but let's just say I had a, a main squad member bite the dust, and now he's gone for the next two games, which is kind of easy, but, you know, it, it, those, those types of games are, like, when, when they really have, like, a lasting impact in your decisions, like, will affect not only the rest of your game but like the next two mm-hmm. like even though i'm bummed to see you know the the squad member go like it, i'm just like it's just cool i like when games take that take that risk and are like you just made a mistake and now you're without him and now you're gonna be without him for the rest of the series so have fun but it, it's cool so yeah. what i guess like what have you been playing <laughs> well, we already talked about this. I currently on my TV and paused halfway through the final battle in Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, the final battle's that. fun, though. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had a busy week, so I haven't had time to play it. Like, I haven't even been home. But um, since I've been back, like, pretty much most of the day yesterday and a lot of the day today, I've been playing it. And I've gotten to the point where I've just been, like, wandering around and just fucking around. I actually. <laughs> um, I like clipped into a mountain earlier because I was just fucking around, um, and I was in some like weird, like the graphics were really glitching out. And then mm-hmm. like, I could have reset the game to like get myself out of the mountain because I wasn't even really doing any sort of mission. But <laughs> I like I made it a goal for myself to try and find a way back onto like the map myself. So I was just jumping around for twenty minutes, and I finally got it. That's pretty stupid. You should have just reset the game. <laughs> I was having a good time though. I this yes. game's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, it, it is. It is a, a whole bunch of fun. And I, I don't know if, you, if did you have anything else to say about it? Because I have something else I'd like to talk about. Go for it. Did you see that Mario Golf Super Rush? Um, some like creators and stuff. People got like a behind closed doors look at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for it after hearing what some of them had to say and it seems like the story mode is a bit more in depth than like people may be expecting maybe not to the point where like people want it to be but like mm-hmm. more than ex- more than they expected like people expected the bare minimum from Nintendo but wanted like the maximum and it's going to be somewhere in the middle which i think you know like it could be better but it's better mm-hmm. than everyone was expecting so 
you know, I'm pr- I'm pretty excited from there talking about how there are like boss fights in it and things like that. And yeah, six different courses and just like an open world in an I know I just said I don't like it, but an RPG like skill tree type thing. Mm-hmm. Which for that type of game I feel like is pretty cool because you can actually like see the like tangible results, but like you upgrade your strength, you can like hit it farther and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I'm just like super excited for the game and it, they were saying that it looks better than Mario Tennis Aces, which is you know, a good <laughs> well, thing. Well, yeah, because the comparisons are um, both the golf and the tennis series are made by the same like developer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like the entries in the series used to be better um, in terms of single player content. Like the golf games did have um, like an RPG style story mode with um, like boss fights and all that. Um, and then they stopped doing that. So I think like the huge draw here is that like it's back to like what people wanted of the series. Mm-hmm. Are um, you excited for the game at all? Is it something you're gonna do? Is it something where like you're you're not gonna get it unless the reviews for it are like extraordinary? Well, I've I've just never been into like the gameplay. Okay. Of it, like I've played some like older Mario Golf games, and mm-hmm. I was just never really really into gotcha. it. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's why immediately I was like, well, it's it's really cool that they're making it in the style of the older games, which is what people want. And like Nintendo doing really what like the fans want them to do is like a very rare thing that um, it's kind of cool to see them do it. But it's again, it wasn't really a series that interests me. So I'm still not going to get it. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, but we can move on to some news. Um, I guess the the big news this week is that God of War two, if that's what you want to call it, um, mm-hmm. has been delayed to 2022, which isn't surprising. Um, and I think the big disappointment for me was that it's also coming to PS4. I, dude, I like we talk about it. I just think, um, like Sony developing these games for ps4 and ps5 like sure they'll look better and run better on the ps5 but i i feel like it's just gonna hold the content of the games back because the developers are gonna want to have like the same experience on both systems just one will be like a little better um but it's just disappointing that they're still gonna be doing 2022 yeah i like i i get that and i i like get the disappointment on our end and i also get like why they're also putting it on playstation 4 especially Mm -hmm. with you know people really aren't able to get their hands on a playstation 5 Mm -hmm. at least as much as as people would like as soon as they're as soon as they get put back up somewhere they're gone within half a second and who who knows how many of them are, are scalpers as well the fact that you and i were able to get one each is is pretty lucky because I, I i have a friend up at up at school who's been trying and um hasn't had much luck but mm-hmm. um i guess in terms of the delayment to 2022 i think it's funny that you know just last week our last episode i was saying you know they haven't given us any reason to expect that it's not coming uh just for it to be you know delayed <laughs> in the in the news week between our episodes so, you know, that's that's a bit embarrassing for me. I still stand by my point that they, you know, hadn't hadn't given us any reason to believe it's not coming. And just because it's not shown doesn't mean it's not coming because we've seen that from other games before from PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, people don't seem to be too surprised by this. I think when you take into account the year that everyone's had with COVID, um, yeah, it, it's not too surprising for sure. And um, like, like it sucks, but I'd rather they take to take the time to make a guy. I mean, I feel like we're gonna be saying that we've already said it a lot this year, and we're gonna keep saying it because COVID has affected a lot of video game developments, especially the bigger studios, I'd imagine. And, you know, I, I think everyone kind of agrees that it sucks, but it's better that the game is good later than yeah. not finished and I mean, when it comes out. I'm not too, like, disappointed by this anyway, because I personally wasn't expecting this game to come out this year at all. And, like, we haven't... We have nothing of this game. We don't have um, um, gameplay. We don't even have a name really yeah. like people people think it's going to be called ragnarok and like it, it may be but that's nothing confirmed the only thing we knew about this game was that it was coming out in 2021 and now they've changed that so it, yeah like there's really nothing to know about this game to really get me excited outside of the fact that it's a sequel to a game i really enjoyed yeah and like we can all make like uh, other than that other than ragnarok coming and what you can take from from that um phrase and what you know about like Norse Norse mythology and like trying to make mm -hmm. predictions, you're right. Like we absolutely we know absolutely the thing. The fact that we don't even know the name, um, probably is, was uh, I probably should have taken that into account before I I made the statement um, mm -hmm. <laughs> that we don't have any reason to believe. But you know they they operate weird. I mean it, the name could have been anything. I mean they called God of War four just God of War. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. I I you know what I want to talk about this and this kind of doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about but kind of does how do you feel about sequels like when, when you see a sequel do you prefer like the number or just like a subtitle after for example um iron man 2 or like thor dark world not talking about the movie just the title like what do you yeah. prefer um I don't I've never really thought about this. I don't know if I really mm -hmm. have any preference. Like obviously like um dipping into movies here for a second with your example um that Thor I feel like did have a little more character having taglines being mm -hmm. like Dark World, um Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. I think it does give each movie a little more character um than like Iron Man 1, 2 or 3 would um however i will say i do have somewhat of a disdain towards a combination of both you know when something's like blank two and then subtitle yeah um i suppose that's better than it just being the number because again you have the little bit of character but i think it just usually revolves um or ends up having too long of a name mm -hmm. or something like that um also, I can't think of any examples of this, but um, series should, like, stick to the naming conventions. So, you know, like, Iron Man, like, 1, Iron Man 2, it's like, at that point, you know, it's Iron Man 3 Iron had, to, had to be called Iron Man 3. Yeah. Um, or it would have just been weird. So, I, I can respect that they, you know, kept up with that as opposed to changing to the subtitles, even if that might have been the better option. Uh, see, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, if they're going to, like, I'd rather they just pick one and go with it and not do, like, Thor 2 Dark World or something like that, for example. So, and, and the the reason I'm just saying this, because it's, I just think it's interesting what, what Santa Monica has done, where they released God of War 
one, well, I guess it was just titled God of War, and then two, and then three, and now they're, like, seemingly kind of, like, with the reboot and everything in 2018, they just started back over and went back to God of mm-hmm. War. So I'm like, do they do, like, another God of War 2, or is that too confusing? I, or I, I would imagine it's just going to be Ragnarok, in all honesty. Yeah, I think it's different because it's a reboot, and that's fine, because there's the original trilogy, one, two, three, and now there's, like, the Norse trilogy that's kind of a reboot that'll be God of War, and then seemingly, like, subtitles here on out. And I, I'm fine with that, because it kind of has distinction between, like, the two... I'm assuming they're going to be trilogies. We've talked about that before, mm-hmm. how they kind of want it to be a set of trilogies. Um, so I, I'm, I'm fine with that, because it's, it's different. It's not like God of War... PS4 was God of War 4, and then, oh, this is going to be, like, God of War Ragnarok. For all we know. Yeah, I I guess just to answer like my own question, I like the subtitles more. I think it's more creative and it kind of like I it differentiates between them. It kind of like says what each one is about. Yeah. But also like as someone who just like I just watched the James Bond movies, the Daniel Craig ones, like having to pull up a Wikipedia page to have like avoid spoilers to make sure I like watch them in the right order. Mm-hmm. Um, is a bit like annoying. Like if you don't know much about it, like like if you're gonna sit down and watch like Iron Man movies, you, like you know which order to order to watch them in. But if you're mm-hmm. gonna sit down and watch uh, the James Bond movies, you don't know what order they're in at all. Also, um, once again, off topic into the the Marvel universe, but I think maybe we could see this in video games as well. Is with the Marvel ones, it like the story is just not contained to Iron Man one, two, three. Obviously, you have um like the Avengers in there too, and then Iron Man's story is elsewhere. So I think maybe that might be confusing for some people to have it be one, two, three, but then they're missing other aspects of the story. But that I think yeah. that's just a, a fault to just Marvel have so many properties in general. Yeah. Um, but we can get back on track here and talk about video games. Um, we can talk about Horizon Forbidden West is still on track to release this holiday. Um, uh according to i didn't even see this but a playstation blog um post so official source here we're we're gonna start we talked about this before the show we're gonna start doing better of sourcing um where this news comes from because that's obviously a good thing to do um (laughs) (laughs) but um so this also isn't surprising given how we have a name and we have um gameplay (laughs) that looks seemingly complete shown off for this game um even though they didn't give a release date um now knowing that god of war has been delayed um if they were going to delay this game i feel like they would have said it by now uh well i mean i feel like it could go hand in hand if they were going to release this game you'd think they'd say it by now as well that's true and obviously like we could get closer to when they think they're going to release it like later in the summer they could be well now we've made the decision to delay it but i think for right now um Horizon still being on track to release this year, and then God of War being the one to be delayed are um, not surprising at all. Yeah, and I it's I feel like it's one of those I, I don't know it's it's really weird with how PlayStation does their things because whenever you think about video games, you think of the publishers wanting to release like their big game during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. But I would say that you know I I don't know if PlayStation really follows that. I mean. God of War 2018 was released 
in the I believe May of that year. It was sometime in like the spring, early summer. Um, Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima last year were, were released in June and July. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, Sony seemingly just kind of releases games when they're ready, whereas Microsoft and Nintendo will try and like save something for the holiday sales. Yeah, and it, it's it's a little different with. I feel like it's so weird now because it seems like Sony doesn't necessarily avoid releasing in the holiday, but they aren't you know set on releasing their marquee game during the holiday mm-hmm. yeah it almost doesn't make sense and also like it, it doesn't make sense for microsoft to even like hold a game until the holiday season because it's just going on game pass anyways yeah so they're not getting sales if anything they're just getting more subscriptions mm-hmm. to it and uh, like i should say like of course people can go out and like buy halo infinite this holiday when it comes out yeah. I would imagine that a lot of people are just gonna get Game Pass because why, why? Why wouldn't you? And it's and it's different. I feel like even just using Halo because the multiplayer is free to play anyway, so you don't even need Game Pass or buy the or to buy the game to play multiplayer. Um, but then like Nintendo seems to be kind of sticking to like their old school type thing where they'll hold stuff until the holiday. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just kind of like a, a whole weird thing where it seems like PlayStation's willing to release their big game in the spring or early summer. It doesn't really matter when Microsoft does it because of Game Pass and Nintendo. They're, they're, they're the ones poised to like rake up the money mm-hmm. during the holiday season. And yeah. I wonder if that's like purpose, purposeful on Sony and Microsoft's part to like avoid it because of how well the Switch and Switch games have been selling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I just My, went Microsoft, off track. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I got I got a little lost there too. But yeah, Microsoft they always have like the Halo coming out in November. But then like you're right about like the Game Pass and stuff, and that's super smart to want to like incentivize people to subscribe during the holidays because then that's mm-hmm. like when they have money next year they'll renew their subscription or they might get it as a gift. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, oh. yeah. You know, I didn't think about that. That's a good. Oh, I didn't think about the whole gift thing. That's a good. Yeah, that's a really because then that's point. that's like every year you know because mm-hmm. obviously the thing with the ho- holidays is like there's gifts and like people tend to have more money around the holidays and just stuff i like mean that. Um, absolutely like when i was a kid every single every single christmas i'd get an xbox live like 12 months subscription yeah and there you go so, so that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's when you're that's when your subscription ran out so like, mm-hmm. i think maybe uh, a goal they don't talk about that microsoft might have is to have people subscribe around november december because then, then that'll be a, that'll that be a time of year, year that they'll probably keep subscribing. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's a that's a good point. Uh, I, I guess like the point I was overall trying to make is that I don't feel like Sony is going to rush the release of this game, and that if they need to take like an extra two or three months and they just release it in the like late winter, early spring next year, they'll do it because they don't seem like they necessarily need to have a game come out in the holiday when they rely like pretty heavily still on third-party games and we're going to see a battlefield 6 of we're of course going to see a call of duty this this winter mm-hmm. we're going to see like all the sports games come out and then i'm probably missing some other third-party game and there's probably something i don't even know about as well that i'm missing so they can like hold i feel like they're willing to hold off if they need to uh, unrelated. There's always a Pokemon game too. Um, oh yeah, like mainline Pokemon games always come out end of the year. Um, so 
and Nintendo hits holiday seasons. Like they they do. They they release games at like weird intervals, but they do always seem to have something for the holiday. And it's usually yeah. like the Zelda or the Mario. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, interesting stuff. We can move on to another uh PlayStation blog. Were these all in the same blog or did they just like <laughs> Yeah, it was it was all it was an it was an interview uh, that they just put on their their PlayStation okay. blog. Um so Ben Studios is working on a new IP that's not Days Gone 2. Um didn't they already deconfirm Days Gone 2? So it was a uh, it was it was like a leak that in 2019 they pitched it. Um yeah. And this was the same article where like the Last of Us remake stuff was coming out so it kind of got lost in with that. Yeah. But it was that Sony didn't like uh what's the word? Like approve it. Yeah. Um, so it's since 2019, way. essentially, they've been they've been working on something, which we we learned was this new IP. And and he he went into a little bit further detail and basically said that they're utilizing what they learned from making Days Gone in like this open world and putting it into this new project. So it's a presumably a new IP that's an open world game. Oh, I mean that's cool. I haven't played Days Gone, but people really like that game. So obviously, there's the sting that they're not doing a sequel, but um. Hopefully people are excited to see anything new that these developers do. Yeah, I'm I'm ex- I feel like Ben Studio is at that point now where like cuz like you go back and look they they've been like a studio a PlayStation studio for a while. But I don't know if they've necessarily like released a like a banger of a game yet. I kind of feel mm-hmm. like they're at that stage where Sucker Punch was before Ghost of Tsushima where like yeah. Now Sucker Punch is seen as like a marquee studio and like one of the, one of the key ones with Naughty Dog, Santa Monica, and Insomniac. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the, the Sucker Punch is right up uh, right up there with them. I feel like like this is maybe make or break for Ben. We're like with the if if this turns out to be like a a big money maker and people love it, they could push themselves into that like like key um like top tier first party studios but also like in that in that article as well there was like rumors of just playstation wanting them to be like a support team for naughty dog and they were like no we don't want to do that so if they release like another days gone while yes that was like pretty popular amongst fans i don't think it did majorly well in sales and it definitely didn't do well in like critic review score if they release mm-hmm. like another days gone type thing you, you gotta wonder like what the future is for them yeah well, let's move on because you're talking about all these PlayStation studios, Matt. We got one more piece of PlayStation news. Yeah. Team Asobi, who are the developers behind the Astrobot games, have been restructured into a full studio. We're going to see more than just tech stuff from them in the future. Does that excite you, Matt? Absolutely. It's like when when Sony closed the Japan studio, everyone was up in arms. I don't know if they read the full article, but they had kind of already said that they were team asobi was like absorbing all of that and like they were going to like uh, team asobi was going to be like the 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 japanese studio for them Mm -hmm. now um i'm excited and and you know they they've they're kind of you're right they're kind of known for their their tech games with the astrobot rescue mission for the vr headset and of course um whatever this last one was called i i don't remember but the playstation 5 pack-in game that was basically just a showcase for the dual sense and you know what the it, 
I don't know if they're necessarily going to continue to focus on the tech, but the, I, I just want another full-length Astrobot game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've already talked about this. If they throw us a full, like, 40-hour, like, Mario 64 platforming kind of style Astrobot game, that'd be fucking sweet. It would be cool. And, like, they, they don't even need to feed into the, you know, the nostalgia anymore. But part of me is just also, is, like, Astrobot is not, like, a character within PlayStation to me. It's just, like... Like Astrobot is PlayStation. Like he he doesn't have like any character other than like he's he's the like the PlayStation guy who like walks around amongst PlayStation things. Mm-hmm. Where, like he doesn't have that like uh, like I feel like comparing him to Mario is like not fair because Mario's like a, a different breed, you yeah. know. But he's not like a a sack boy type character. Like I, in mm-hmm. all honesty, like I would I would love to see them do a a little Big Planet thing if they just took over that series. I think they'd crush it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I I think Little Big Planet is still around. Although, dude, do you think they're gonna do like a um? What would they be at four? Or do you think they're just gonna keep doing Sackboy spinoffs? So the 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 thing with that is the studio that did the first two Little Big Planets was Media Molecule, and like those those first two games are incredible. And then Media Molecule was working on Dreams. I believe when the third one came out, I don't remember who did Little Little Big Planet 3. Please, you know, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram if you know. But that wasn't, like, people still like that game. It just wasn't received as well as the other one. And then Media, Media Molecule released Dreams, which people love, but it didn't sell very well either. So part of me is wondering, you know, Dreams is, like, such a cool thing, and it sucked to see it go. But does PlayStation want to, like, keep supporting that? Or would they rather just have them make another little big planet? And then it comes down to, does Media Molecule want to make another big planet? And like, what what type of would we see like a mass exodus of developers mm-hmm. if you know they they said, hey, you're making a little big planet four? So I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a new little big planet game. But if we do, I really don't think it's going to be Media Molecule, only because I don't see them coming back to something they've already left and there's already been two games released in that mm-hmm. like franchise yeah. but i'd love to see it yeah that's kind of disappointing but well, whatever so let's let's move on um so 2k couldn't quite make it dude they were so close and then they had some <laughs> some games leak <laughs> yeah ahead of revealing them in um like a week um so we're not going to really get in into a whole lot of it um because obviously we'll probably be talking about it next week like like the official reveals and all that um but two big t- uh there's a new borderlands spin-off um which isn't really surprising that they're going to keep working on borderlands it's probably their the biggest franchise that they have um but then uh the rumor is that they're working on a marvel XCOM game and if you listen to our other podcast matinee th- that comes out on sundays um you will know that we are huge into marvel stuff and they have a um i personally I've never played XCOM, but I'm into kind of like the the style of it, like the RPG, um, like the the tactical like strategy game aspect of it. Um, so, uh, the, does the gameplay of, of that interest you at all? Or knowing very little about the XCOM series, and by little meaning like I've heard about XCOM in my life and before this show, <laughs> like. When I was sitting down <laughs> to make the show, I looked up what XCOM was and like read a little bit about it. So I don't know a whole lot about the gameplay. 
However, turn-based strategy type game with Marvel characters it's definitely sounds like a lot of fun. It's definitely not something I'm writing off like right mm-hmm. just because I'm not familiar with the series because you put, you know, Marvel characters in just about anything and it's going to be I'm going to be at least so it's going to, you know, turn my head at least a little bit yeah. and at least I'm going to like pay attention to the development cycle and release of this if that that's makes true. sense. Yeah, that's how I was with Avengers. Like I kept up with like what characters they were using and what kind of mm-hmm. the, like story they were going for and and all that, but it like at the end of the game that at the end of the day that game didn't have like the best gameplay, so I didn't buy it, but um I'm hoping this will be a different situation. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see. Like I always am into like the um, like the Ultimate Alliance games. Like those have like a lot of characters. Um, but I'm hoping maybe with something like this, where you don't have to really give everyone like completely unique animations and move sets and all that, that they could really, really go ham with like the amount of characters that they pull from. Gotcha. Um, you know, I I want to address this question I have in here. Um, and I, I just want to make clear to everyone, and we're, we're going to touch on this a little bit more at the end of the show. We aren't making predictions in this show purposely because we have another one coming out and we'll let you know the release date on this. But I want to address this question I had about this is, you know, what squad do you want to see? Do you want to see um, if they were to use like a specific like group of characters and not just the whole ensemble of Marvel characters and like the whole MCU cast, basically? You know, mm-hmm. what type are you looking at? Are you looking at the Avengers, X-Men, Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe a different one? Maybe we see some of, what is it, the Defenders was the Netflix thing? Like, I mm-hmm. guess, which one do you, it's it's not which one do you expect to see, it's which one would you want to see? I don't know, that, that's, that's hard. Because again, I'm thinking of um, Ultimate Alliance 3, which is the most recent one that came out a few years ago. And that pulled from X-Men, Fantastic Four, um, basic avengers characters the defenders um the the midnight sun so it had um um blade like moon knight blade yeah blade moon knight um man you know we have the guardians yeah. um so i i don't know what they haven't covered in other games of this nature that they wouldn't cover again here again i'm just really hoping they can like dig deep and really give us you know just a lot of characters um maybe go more into like the spider-man universe especially with like the villains because obviously you know you're gonna have like your spider-man maybe you're gonna have your miles morales um kind of stuff but they i feel like they could really go deep with spider-man villains and have them be interesting I agree with that part of me just wonders with them with, uh, you know, PlayStation already doing like the whole Spider-Man thing and kind of going deep uh, into like the, the, I guess maybe deep's the wrong word, but they're, you know, they're using a lot of the Spider-Man villains, this Marvel's game studio, the head whatever you want to, I think it's just called Marvel games. Do they want to do more Spider-Man stuff? I don't know. What do I want to see? I personally just want to see like, the avengers because those are the characters i'm most familiar with and i, th- I think that would be fun mm-hmm. How- however if i were to you know overall i'd rather just see like a huge ensemble of you know uh pull from x-men pull from the avengers pull from guardians pull from the defenders pull f- use like some cool villains from a, a different un- uh, different universes and things like that um yeah. i don't necessarily want them to like keep it 
to like X-Men, for example, and then pull in like DLC characters from other like squads, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, that that was the end of my sentence. I'm oh. sorry. Okay. <laughs> um Yeah. So I mean this is this is exciting. It'll be interesting to see what direction they really end up going with it if this is real. We could obviously be being bamboozled. Um but let's I suppose that's the end of our show, but we still have a bit of talking to do, unless you have anything to add. No, I figure, you know, we're at 30 minutes. Maybe we address, you know, question seven, and then we can run through, like, our schedule and everything. Oh, our, our document's kind of out of order here. Yeah, it um, is. I was just realizing <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, okay. So Matt wanted to ask the question, what is your favorite game on each Nintendo console? No, Matt, you're not going to be able to answer this very much. Yeah, you know, I'll be able to, um, I'll be able to do a couple and, you know, before we get too deep into this, I just want to credit the person that I saw this tweet from. It was from, uh, Zelda GIF World handle GIF Zelda. Um, so go check them out on Twitter because that's where I got this tweet from. And I, I, sometimes, I don't know if you guys notice, I like to, you know, just find a, find a tweet and we can talk about it because it's fun to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. but I just thought it would be interesting to hear your perspective because as far as I'm aware, you actually own each of these consoles I along do. with all of the Nintendo handheld ones. We're not touching those on this question though. So I just figure, you know, it'd be fun to run through it. Maybe I could make a guess on a couple to see what your favorite is. Ooh, um, that'd be good. So I, I guess we get, we'll start from the oldest, which is uh, the NES. And this is a, you know, a tough one for me to guess on because the only experience i have with the nes and the snes is the nintendo switch online Mm -hmm. so you know i'm just gonna my favorite on the nes i'll just say i haven't played on the nes i played on nintendo switch online is ice climbers I'm going to go ahead and say yours is probably like Super Mario 3 or something like that. (laughs) That's it. That's it, buddy. Let's go. Man, so, but you haven't played much Super Nintendo, have you? No, this is the, like, the only game I think I've played on this was, of course, on the Nintendo Switch Online. And I think if Tecmo Bowl is on this, I played that. Um, If Punch-Out is on this, I played it. And also... Those are on the NES. Okay. Joe and Mac. We played Joe and Mac. Did you see that they put the first one? Up? Yeah, I did so we see played that. the second one, but they put the first one up, so we yeah, might have we'll to check to... that out at some time. Um, I don't. I don't even really have a guess for the SNES. I'm just gonna guess it's a Zelda game on there. It honestly. is. It's, it's a link to the past. Okay. Um. So Ooh, N64. I'm. Or I'm gonna go with. Um. You know. I know you. I know you really like Mario 64, but I don't think that's it. I'm gonna. Ocarina of Time was N64, right? Yeah. I'm just going to go with that then. So I wrote, because I'm just, I'm, I did it off the top of my head. Like, I wasn't going to think too much into it, but I wrote Ocarina of Time slash Mario 64. Like, I might, <laughs> at the end of the day, say Ocarina of Time, but it's like that, that one was kind of hard, because like, real quick, top of my head, like both those games. Um, so, GameCube. Okay. Ooh, this is the another game- hard one. GameCube is tough for me to guess for you because I know you really, really like it's Wind Waker, correct? Yep. I know you really like that, but if I'm correct, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door is on this. Mm-hmm. 
and I know both of those are some of your favorite games of all time. So I'm just gonna go with I'm. I think you like Paper Mario more. Again, I put Wind Waker slash Thousand Year Door, and this one was really hard because I like grew up with this console, so it has like some of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, Melee was on the GameCube too. God I know. Damn. I was thinking about that. As well, <laughs> the GameCube had some had some bangers. The GameCube did have some bangers. Um, were you in? Were you into the Wii much? The Wii is like with the between the Wii's like the first one I had of all of these. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would you say your favorite game on here was? You know, you take a guess. You know, you know, probably I've probably said every single game I played on the Wii. Um, Mario Galaxy. No, I've actually never played Mario Galaxy. That's I you, you I can't believe you got me to admit that on our gaming show, dude. It's it's really basic, dude. You ask just about anyone what their favorite game on the Wii is, even people who don't play video games often, and they'll say this game. Wii Sports. No, but Mario that's a Kart good Wii. It's Mario Kart Wii. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that one, and I'm fairly certain yours is Mario Galaxy 2. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Galaxy 2 is good. Um, I did write Metroid Prime Trilogy, but that's kind of a cheat. Um, I'd say I'm gonna say Smash Brothers, dude. Brawl okay. on the Wii, that was fucking epic. That was okay. epic as fuck, dude. Uh the uh, Wii U is another one that I didn't have, and I mm-hmm. know you didn't care for the Wii U a whole lot. The Wii um, U had great games. It had like yes. it had great games. So I, I really don't know. I'm just gonna because uh, like Technically, Breath of the Wild came out for the Wii U, but I don't think you like played it on the Wii U first. No, Breath of the Wild is a Switch game for me. So, I you you did enjoy Splatoon, and you yeah, enjoyed really Mario. Like- you like Mario Kart Eight, and you like Super Mario Three D World. I mm-hmm. it's probably one of those three, if I had to guess. But it's hard for me to sit here and say like Mario Kart 8 or 3D World because I think the Switch has the better versions of those games. Like now. So it's hard for me to look back and be like, well, um, but I would say hmm. I'll say yeah, I'll say 3D World. 3D World's an absolutely amazing game. Okay. And then the Switch, I'm is probably Breath of the Wild. It's yeah, it's Breath of the Wild. Well, I guess I can touch on the Switch too. Mine's Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And that's that's another one that's like that's close, but it's more clear for me like Breath of the Wild. But it's also like you know, um, Mario Odyssey's up there. That game's mm-hmm. incredible. Um, damn, dude, good question. Um, you didn't even touch on the handhelds. No, no, this tweet only had those. Mm-hmm. So well, we can I'm we a- can touch on the handhelds a different time, you know, when we when yeah. we're a slow little news day. Yeah, but that's not going to be happening for yeah a while <laughs> the next week because uh, let let me let me tell you what's up. So our um upload schedule is going to be based around the E three schedule, and the E three schedule um is June twelfth through the fifteenth. So that's Saturday through Tuesday, um, and so. It, it it you know, the the big developers are pretty spread out. We have like Ubisoft on the twelfth, Microsoft on the thirteenth, Square Enix on the thirteenth. Um, 
Capcom on the 14th, and then Nintendo on the 15th. Um, so what we're planning on doing is uploading another gaming show episode with our predictions for the whole weekend, all four days. And we're planning on uploading that on Friday, so the day before things really start. So if you're feeling excited, you can't wait one more day to really think about E3, you can hit us up and hear our predictions for everything. And we're going to go pretty in-depth. It's going to be a whole episode. That's why we wanted to do a bonus episode. Um, and then the plan is from there to upload an episode as usual on Tuesday. However, that would be admitting um, the the 15th stuff, which is like Nintendo would be the biggest one, but we might be omitting some stuff from Capcom as well, depending on how much news we have from the, the 12th and the 13th. So our plan from there is to upload another gaming episode with the second half of the weekend um, on the 17th or 18th. So that's Thursday or Friday. And then from there, we'll go back to once a week Tuesday episodes. So um, in short, the next two weeks, uh, there'll be two gaming show episodes because of the, the huge influx of news. Do you have anything to add to that, Matt? Uh, no, and of course, like, you know, catch us on Sundays for, for matinees as well, because um, during this full week, of course, um, June 13th, when our matinee goes up, we're going to be discussing the first episode of Loki, and then after our hectic week of E3, you know, wind down on Sunday, June 20th with another matinee episode where we discuss the second episode of Loki, which is um, a show that we're definitely looking forward to. So if you're at all interested in hearing us talk about movies and tv shows like definitely look at look for that but if not just know we have like a lot of stuff a lot of episodes uh planned for the we have four episodes planned for the next two weeks basically is it two mm -hmm. yeah it, it's not even really two weeks it's almost like a, a week and a, a week and it's like nine to ten days we're gonna have four gaming shows go up yeah and then you know, we also have, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but we have some other stuff in the pipeline as well. Yeah, so we could talk yeah. about that another day. But yeah, when when it's more concrete, you know, we can we can discuss it. But for now, we plan on releasing another episode on Friday. So you won't have to wait too long to hear us. Um, so no. I'll see you then. Yep. Peace out, guys. Mm -hmm.